Hello and welcome back to another episode with me, Nest Jemima Jane, on Life Not As You Know It podcast. So today I just want to state, because um, I don't know if I officially have, of course it's in my descriptions and stuff, but state what I'm here for. So I started this Instagram because and this podcast because I'm here to help nurses navigate the nurse life and also just go on a journey of me really discovering the nurse life and um, being an adult and learning how to adult within the nurse life as well and ultimately just going on this journey of figuring things out that you're not necessarily taught in schools Um, you know, or uh, just in life in general, because you've got to go through these things yourself. But hopefully the things that I say allow you to get an idea of the experiences that I have gone through and also um, help you within your own experiences. (laughs) Hope that makes sense. Oh, I left my coffee on the table. I'll be back. I'm back with my coffee. Sorry, I had to leave because I want the coffee and that was not a fart. That was my rubber silicone heat mat rubbing against my um, dining table. So today I want to talk about self-care. So you've probably heard it before and it's been one of the things that you see all over social media these days self-care is no longer what people think that it is which is bubble baths wine well it's not necessarily just that one piece of the puzzle right there's so many more pieces of self-care and i learned a while back with my coach um, Miss Bettina back, back in the day. Dude, it was probably like two years ago. That's back in my day. Um, <laughs> that there are actually seven dimensions of self-care, which I will go into. But it opened up my world of thinking that self-care was just one thing. Because it isn't, right? So now I'm going to I'm going to use an analogy that that I think would help a lot. So you know when you look after a patient in hospital, right? Um, and if you're a grad, you learn this, but if you're a nurse um, who's been in it for a while, well, I mean, you get taught in uni anyway that when you look after a patient, you look after them holistically. Yeah. It's not just for whatever they've come in for. I mean, if it's like a day case, you always ask, is there someone to pick you up? Is there someone to look after you? So you look at the social aspects of things like who are they going to go home to? What supports do they have during their time here? What social help do they need? Do I need to get social work involved? And then you think about their finances as well, which is comes in with social work, right? And then you get physio involvement because, you, you know, there's physio there's ot there's occupational therapists which is ot um and then there's dietitians you know if they're going to be in for such a long time or they won't be able to eat what 
what are we doing to cater to their their diet diet needs right now you know and their environment what's their environment looking like i know we have to be so specific in hospital but i know that in pediatric hospitals we try to make their environment somewhere they feel it's safe and homely if they're gonna be here for a long time we've got play therapists in pediatric in the pediatric hospital i work at not sure what you guys have where you work but they put up fairy lights and they print off like pictures of things that the kids really like and you know lots of the times we print out letters and they color in the letters so like that's catering to the environment and also we always ask in admission as well like are there any religious beliefs that um you know i can cater to while you're here Uh, We get lots of Muslim families and they have certain times that they pray, um, Jehovah's Witnesses, like during Easter and stuff, if they want to go to the, oh, what do you call it? But like this um, uh, area where they can go pray and reflect, then they can do that. Like we're open and we're respectful. So that, I just went on a tangent then. But when we look after a patient, it's not just like, I fixed your arm, you're all good. Well, okay, sometimes it is. But for our long-termers, we want to really, really holistically take care of them with all aspects of their life, right? Traumatic incidents and stuff. Even if they are here for a short while, I feel like we do really want to do that as well. So now I'm going to ask you, if you were the patient and you have to look after yourself for the longest time ever you are stuck with you you are stuck with you forever girl like stuck with you you are going to be the longest term patient that you'll ever look after right so how are you looking after yourself as a patient if you were your nurse how are you looking after yourself in terms of and i'm going to go through the seven dimensions now of self-care in terms of environment social aspects financially spiritually physically emotionally oh what else am i missing um you know intellectually intellectually well intellect (laughs) you know you know what i mean how are you catering to yourself as a patient with these seven aspects holistically as a person when I did my grad year I thought that I was taking care of myself by being the biggest potato ever and watching Netflix because that was my form of self-care and I want to tell you now that as each patient is individual you are individual so you cannot let anyone say that their way of self-care is going to cater exactly to you it may help the suggestions may help 100% and if it, if you try it and it works for you and you like it, then that's fine. Take it on board. But you, at the end of the day, have to listen to yourself and what you respond to in all these moments of self-care 
these aspects of looking after yourself holistically throughout your whole life, whatever caters to you is what should be done. Whatever feels best for you is what should be done. Whatever fills your cup the most, whatever fills you with joy and happiness, and whatever you feel you need should be done. Because I've held a few workshops um, for the seven dimensions of self-care and probably got one coming up. But what I want to really say is there is no rule book for self-care. And you don't need to do self-care as society tells you you should be doing it. I can't stress this enough. Do it as you feel fills you. As you feel fills 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 you up because although we have lots of the same thoughts lots of the same feelings and we're going through things as a collective at the end of the day it is so individual what you choose so I'm going to end with asking you to really think about if you were your own nurse and you've got to look after yourself for the longest amount of time till the day you die, how are you going to show up and take care of yourself? How are you going to be the best nurse for yourself? Be the best person for yourself. So I'll leave you with that. That was short, short, sharp and shiny. But that's all I wanted to come on to say today. And I just wanted you to think about how you can take care of yourself as if you were taking care of your patients out there. Because I know, I know you put in so much love and so much effort and so much time into looking after your patients. So do the same for yourself because you're stuck with you for the rest of your life. You are your longest term patient that you'll ever look after. Yeah? Peace out. Thank you for listening. Come look at more content if you want. Follow me at Nurse Jemima Jane. It's my Insta handle. DMs are open at any time. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Um, share it to whoever feel like you feel like needs to hear this today. But yeah, take care of yourself. I'll be your biggest hype girl and I'll remind you that you need to take care of yourself too. All right. Peace. Thanks guys.